For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but don't be hating. We don't need none of that. My man Kevin Cleveland's running the boards, engineering, producing. Kevin, what's up? What's cracking? Hey, man. I am doing fantastic, Reggie. Uh, the NFL schedule is about to drop in minutes, so uh, super excited oh, yeah. to see, see what the matchups are for uh, this next season. Yeah, see what your Rams going to do with the <laughs> toughest schedule in the NFL. Because, yep. you know, when you win the Super Bowl, yeah, you, you get, get the hardest schedule the next season. And uh, we're going to see how that plays out. Uh, but today we are going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Again, they are fantastic. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, might we have to open up the GOAT debate for him? But first up. Kevin, I don't know if you are a big – I think we've talked about this. I don't think you're a big college football or college basketball fan, yeah? Yeah, not so much. Um, there's just too many colleges for me to follow. But, um, you know, I tune in on Saturdays, watch some games. Yeah, well, I'm a huge college football, college basketball fan. Um, you know, I played football until I was 21 years old, until I tore my ACL. Went to West Valley College, recruited to University of Arizona, tore my ACL before that all happened. Um but I'm a big fan. As many of y'all have been listening to me for, for, for a while. I'm a big fan of paying the players. Been a proponent of this since I, since I knew what college football was. Wish the dudes was getting paid my whole life. Watching dudes on TV. I remember the first, first college game I can remember watching and knowing what was going on was 1989 Notre Dame versus the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, Tony Rice led the, the Fighting Irish back to win the national championship over the Colorado Buffaloes. I was a fan since then. I knew what was going on. They became my favorite team, yada, 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 so on and so forth, right? Always been a proponent of paying the players. And every step of the way, the NCAA has been about not paying the players. And they got help from... The rest of the and basically the general public, everybody else. And, and, and mainly, I got to tell you, and mainly it comes down the lines of it goes racial because most of the time what you would end up hearing is from white people who said they're getting a free education. They shouldn't be paid. That is the, the status quo that you would hear from most people, because the majority of the people in the country are usually white, are white people. And they would fall on the lines of they're getting a free education. Why do they got to get paid? I got I don't, I don't get paid to go to school. Yeah, because nobody's paying to watch you do math, homeboy. And what would happen? What happened is, for the most part, the school, the the sports that make the most money, have every year and year and year and year that's gone by become more and more and more minority driven. If we want to be specific, specific about the minority, it's African American or black. 
And finally came along this NIL, name, image, and likeness, right? And and you got people saying, oh, this is this is it. This is it. Now the players get to get paid. They get to get money. We don't got to worry about it. And I always thought name, image, and likeness was some bullshit. Because it is. It's just another way for the schools to not have to pay the players. And we could stop calling them players. Let's just call them workers. Okay, they're workers. Even when I was in junior college, I was a worker. I had film study before school. I had to go to school. Then after school, I had practice. Then we had games. We had to travel. Everything. And we weren't even, we were at a junior college. But a junior college where the football was important because they transferred a lot of people to D1s. So they're not players. These guys are workers. They are earning and putting their bodies and lives on the line for a scholarship to go to this school or said university where they're supposed to get an education. However, the education that's supposed to be so important takes a back seat when Alabama comes to town or when USC comes to play, right? We've got to get ready. We've got, they've got maximum time. And I guarantee you, you go to any of these coaches and you say, Hey coach, I got to miss practice because I got to, I got to really study for this uh, American lit class. Coach going to look at you like, who the hell, what is this? What are your priorities? Is it the team or is it your, your class? But that's what we don't want to, but nobody wants to talk about that. We want to, we want to frame it in a way that these guys are scholastic athletes. And so name and like this comes along and these companies and corporations are giving these players money and deals, right? And at the beginning, Everybody thinks it sounds like a good idea. Okay, now now we can stop complaining about the players not getting paid because they're going to get paid. They're going to get paid from these name, image, and likeness. And if their name, image, and likeness is worth something, somebody will give them some money. But what we've seen happen is what anybody with a brain should have seen happening is that it ain't about the name, image, and likeness of any of these damn players. It's just the fact that people want to give money to football players or basketball players so they said so they could say they gave them some money and they helped their school win. That's what it always comes down to. That's what it's always been. Before it was name, image, and likeness, it was just called boosters. It was just called boosters and dudes with a lot of money who just gave kids money to make sure that they were okay coming to their school, helping them out while they were at their school putting some money in their pocket because the NCAA pimp game was never trying to give them no dough. And now that the money is getting so wild, so big, I mean, literally, there's a kid, I guess, at Pittsburgh who said that he, you know what I'm saying, he entered the transfer portal, which is adding another layer to this thing because now guys can come and go as they please, basically almost like free agents. They're going into the transfer portal. They can go to any school they want to. And guess what any corporation can do around that new school or any booster might want to do around that school? Give that kid some money to influence him coming to their school. Which is what they used to do before they called it name, image, and likeness. But the thing that they used to do before was name, image, and likeness was they could give the kids the money without the schools being able to say, with the schools being able to say, we didn't know anything about this. That's just some crazy booster who's giving money. So they, they give the kids some money, but guess what the boosters are always do, also do? They give some money to the school. They wouldn't just give these kids a one uh, six-figure NIL deal. 
they give the kids, you know, 50 grand, 30 grand, and then give the school some money so they could get a better weight room or give the school some money so they can get a better jet or give the school some money so they can have nicer things to attract the kids. I mean, that's what pimps do, right? They got to have the fancy clothes. They got to have the, the jewelry. They got to have the watches. All that stuff is so they can attract new women to come work for the pimp. That's all that the NCAA and these, these schools are. They're pimps trying to get the best facilities so they can get the best kids to come there. When instead of getting all these great facilities, guess what they could do? Just pay the kids. And that's what these name, image, and likeness people are doing. But the problem now is they're giving all the money to the kids. Guess where the money ain't going? To the school. And now we have a problem. Because now the school is competing with the kids. The school is competing with the kids. They're trying to get into the school. These kids are coming in with money. And now how's that going to go down? If one of these kids or a couple of these kids find out that they're more important and paid more than the coach that's actually trying to tell them to do some up-downs, guess what's going to happen? Ain't no up-downs getting done. They're going to do what the hell they want to do. And so they're running into that problem. There's a hierarchy. Who's more important, the kid making all the dough or the coach trying to tell the kid what to do? And when you give somebody some money, hey, man, you can't tell them nothing, especially a kid. How are you going to tell a kid what to do when he got a million dollars coming to him from a corporation around the street? Well, what, what, what you going to do? Nothing. And so now they're trying to fight back. And the NCAA wants to put some retroactive stipulations on the NIL. And basically what they want to do is try to stop these kids from getting money without them getting some money. They're going to find a way to make sure they can make some money off of this NIL deal because the kids can't be getting all this money because they get all this money. They're liable to lose their minds and, and, and get, into a tr get into trouble. That's what it always ends up coming down to. And this is the problem they're having with it. And I don't give a damn. I wish these kids get all the money in the world. They could get football, basketball, hell, if baseball want to give you some NIL, get some baseball money, get some track money, anything you can get, get all that money. Until we finally get the schools and the NCAA to just abolish, NCAA just abolish itself because they do nothing. They do nothing but take people's money. They put people through the ringer of all these requirements and restrictions and what they got to do and what they got to be and yada, yada, yada. And all they end up doing is just raking in all this dough for all these committees and all these people that sit on them and make these decisions and yada, yada, yada. They do nothing but take money. And the kids do nothing but put their bodies on the line, their lives on the line for the entertainment of people watching in these stadiums for nothing until now but get rid of the nil and how about you just pay the players it's that simple you wouldn't have to worry about these nil and these booster people coming around giving them this money if the if the schools would just do it it would cut out all the problems but the problem is the school ain't trying to give nobody no dough hell the ncaa and, and this is this is this is the the, the forefront problem with the ncaa it was never supposed to be this. They never created this, what, 1918, 19, whatever. They didn't create this thinking it was going to turn into a billion-dollar corporation. They never imagined that. Not even a billion-dollar corporation. It's a billion-dollar organization because it's NCAA.org, which means they don't pay no taxes. So it was never supposed to be this. And you know how it goes when people... Never thought they was going to get money, but they get some. 
right? I mean, it's like you win the lottery, right? Before you won the lottery, you told everybody, man, if I win this lottery, I'm going to give you 100000 you 100000 you 100000 Everybody get the 100000 And then you actually win the lottery, and you're like, uh, can I drop a zero off them 100000 Man, but you said you was giving me a hundred. Yeah, but I didn't think I was actually going to win. It's different when you get the money. And the NCAA is getting the money now. And they're like, yo, we don't want to give back none of this money. But they're going to have to. Because at some point in time, the players are going to understand the power they have. We're starting to see it more and more. We got this transfer portal. People start to understand they could just bounce and change the, the power of, of, of a team. Change the power of a conference by leaving and going somewhere. And kids are going to understand if we all get together and start a union, we can control this thing. It's coming. NCAA will be abolished soon. The students, the players, the workers will unionize and figure this thing out. Just you wait. I'm probably right. We'll be back after the break. So the NBA playoffs are in full swing, and I'm loving it. Are y'all, Kevin? Are you watching these playoff games? Uh, I am not actually. Oh my god! I'm missing out, Kevin. aren't I? You are missing out. This is just phenomenal, and we've talked about this. I've heard other people talk about this on other shows. LeBron James not being here sucks because I love the Lakers and I love LeBron James. I wish he was here because I want to see him add to his legacy. I want to see somebody maybe knock knock him down off his perch. But we're seeing these some of the dopest young dudes and some of these great games. I don't I don't think people understand the back and forth that we're seeing with the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks is this could be the finals right here. These games have been amazing every single one of them. The drama that you've got, you've got the Boston Celtics who started out the season terrible, right? And then ended as on a historic run. They get here, they sweep the the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant and Kyrie and that whole storyline right there, sweep them. Jason Tatum looks like he's ascending to become one of the, you know, the top five players in the NBA, which I, I think I've got him there, maybe just on the outside, but I think I've got him about my top eight. And then you've got the Milwaukee Bucks who lose Chris Middleton in the set in the first round against the Bulls, still end up winning that series, get here to the Celtics. The Celtics are favored, and Giannis just decides, no, it's not going to be that easy. We're going to be Giannis is just taking over the damn series. We're gonna come back to him in a second. But even on the West, right, you've got the Suns and the Mavericks, and that's going back and forth. However, that last game we just saw, I think the Mavericks just got beat down 110 to 80 by 30 points. And Lord Jesus, it looks like the Suns have figured them out. I think the Suns are like Neo in the Matrix when it comes to the Mavericks because they just figured out what the hell to do. You just put a good defender on, on Luka, and Luka's going to sit there, dribble the damn ball forever, pound the rock into the pavement, and get nobody involved. The office looks lethargic. And then on the on the offensive end, you come back down and you just find Luca, because Luca cannot play defense. Luca Luca's feet are slower than cold syrup. How the hell he is that great offensively? I will never understand. We'll never be in my top five because you can't be in my top five if 
your only offense is just creating for yourself. And then you can't play any defense to the point of where you are the mark on defense. You cannot be a top five player. No way. You will never win with that guy. And he's already slower than cold syrup. He's just going to get slower. <laughs> like, this is, we're seeing him at his greatest right now. He's probably got about three, bo- three more years of this. You're going to start to see him get slower. And he's already not a big man. It's, it's, it's going to be a wrap, but it's fun. I don't, I'm not taking anything away from him because he's fun to watch. He's a dope player. I just can't have him in my top five. In my top ten, just not in my top five. Devin Booker is stepping up. And I've never had him as a top ten player. But he might be, you know, etching in. He might be inching himself in there. But the same thing still goes even for Devin Booker. I think he's dope. But without a CP3... That team is nothing. Without DeAndre Ayton, that team is nothing. All those parts matter so much. That makes them such a great team. And then the other series, Memphis lost John Morant and found a way to whoop the hell out of the Golden State Warriors. Mike Brown just had the two worst games of coaching that he might ever have in his career. Or actually, he just became the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, so uh, bad days are ahead. But... He just lost, He just won a game with the Warriors, and they looked like trash. Then they got blown out the next game. And both games, the Memphis Grizzlies didn't have their best player. That don't look too good. Mike Brown, you got some explaining to do. When Steve Kerr get back, boy, I get the, the Golden State Warriors are going to jump for joy. And I guess he's in the protocol, so we don't know what's going to happen. But if they got one more game with Mike Brown, it is at the Chase Center. So we eh. I, I still think the Warriors will get it together and win. Oh, what is this? I think they got game game six. Game six coming up, right, at, at Chase Center. I think they will they'll handle that and, and make it happen. But, boy, if they mess around and lose that game and then the Grizzlies can get Ja back for game seven in Memphis, oh, my God. Scary. And then back on the east, you got the Heat and the Sixers going back and forth, and I'm sorry. I don't care what happens because I still think the Heat are going to win this series. right? They're, they're playing right now in Philadelphia. I think it's game game five. No, 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 no. This should be game six in, in Philadelphia, um, and the Heat are up three to two. Uh, game six in Philadelphia, and then game seven will be back in Miami. Uh, we'll see what happens with this game right here, but – I just think Doc Rivers is getting fired. I've, I've been saying this all year long. Doc Rivers is getting fired. If they traded Ben Simmons and didn't get a player of his, of his an all-NBA player back in return, there was no way he was going to keep his job. And when they got James Harden, I thought, okay, cool. They did get a Ben Simmons-type level player back. But it turns out, that James Harden ain't nothing but a shell of the old James Harden. The boy can't move no more. His shot ain't falling like it used to. It just ain't the same thing. And so now it looks like the Nets won that trade by a mile. But Embiid, yo, that dude is seven foot, 280. He plays like he's six foot five, though. On the wing, trying to shoot threes. You know, getting pushed out the damn lane. Like, you've got to be better than that. you got to be bigger than that. And that's why I've always said, when I was always critiquing the, the 76ers, I always said, Ben Simmons is who I build that team around. 
I like Embiid. I think he's dope. He finished second in the MVP. And he had the nerve to be crying about that the other day after they lost to the Heat and got blown out. And then he was crying for it during the regular season, talking about, I don't know what I got to do if I don't win it right now. Yo, just play better. Jokic is having an amazing season and has far less help than you did and still got his team to the number five seed. Yo, that dude... He did what he was supposed to do. He's Jokic is phenomenal. He deserves both MVPs that he got. Embiid, just play better and stop missing games. But you got to play bigger. In the playoffs, he's got to be bigger. And that's why, hell, you look at last season. They lost to the Hawks, not just because Ben Simmons wouldn't pass up on a dunk or Ben Simmons wouldn't do a layup or wouldn't shoot the ball. Their best player, who everybody says is their best player, went quarters where he got them no buckets. There were fourth quarters where Embiid could not make a basket. That's on him. If he's supposed to be that great and be that dude, that's on him. And yes, he's the most, he's probably, besides Akeem, he might be the most skilled center we've ever seen. But damn it, what good is all that skill if you ain't going to use being seven foot 280 to your advantage? Damn the skill. Get down in the block and bust somebody up. And if you need to find a way or, or, or look at somebody who, who shows you the grit and grind you need to have, look no further than Milwaukee. Because Giannis Attentacupo, hey man, I think we might need to open up this GOAT debate. Coming up soon, not right now because I still say it's LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But let's run down. I mean... Let's run down Giannis. He's got two league MVPs, two defensive players of the year, an NBA Finals, an All-Star, uh, I mean, an NBA Finals MVP, an All-Star MVP, and he's only, what, 27, 20, 27 years old? Oh, my God. And I've said this for the longest because I'm not dogmatic in any of these views I have. They can be changed. They can be shifted. If somebody shows me new evidence or new, new information, I will change. I used to think Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of all time. Then I saw LeBron James. Changed my mind. I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Once I saw Giannis start developing a, a jump shot, I said, if that dude gets a real jumper, cancel Christmas. He will become the greatest basketball player we have ever seen. And he is showing it. It's not just about how fancy you are getting the buckets, which Jordan was great at. It's about what you do on the basketball court for your team, how you affect every facet of the game. That dude gets you buckets. He gets you rebounds. He gets you assists. He, he, he gets you blocks. He anchors your defense. He does everything on the basketball court and never complains about a damn thing. What more do you want? You don't see him flopping. You don't see him crying. You don't see nothing. That dude was bleeding out there the other day. That dude is what everybody says they love about Warriors, compete, comp, competitors, basketball. That dude is basketball. And he's on full display right now. And if they win this series with Chris Middleton being out and they beat the Celtics and they get Middleton back... They're winning the championship. I already thought they were winning the championship. They had Middleton. They're the best team in basketball. Middleton, Lopez, Drew Holiday, and Giannis, with all those extra pieces, they are the best team in basketball because nobody has an answer for Giannis. Nobody. There is no answer. Everybody else, you can, you can interchange. You can, you can have an answer. There's an answer for Chris Paul. Uh, Drew Holiday clamps Chris Paul up. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton clamps up Booker. 
or vice versa, right? They got nobody to contend with Giannis. Nobody in the league has an answer. And when nobody in the league has an answer, you are the greatest player in the game today, which is that is what Giannis is. And maybe, just maybe, might become the greatest player of all time. I'm Reggie Watkins. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment. Don't be hating. Appreciate y'all. Kevin, we got uh, we got some... Oh, before we leave, NFL schedule come out? Yes, and it looks like uh, the Rams will play the 49ers on a Monday night football game, I believe, in week four at Levi Stadium. Ooh, at Levi Stadium. Yeah. Okay, okay. Road I might have trip. to make a trip up there. <laughs> yeah, we might have to make a road trip. Okay, hold on. Okay, I got to ask you a couple things. Niners... Who is are the Raiders playing the a, the NFC West? Is the is the AFC West playing the NFC West? Oh yeah, there's some good matchups from the uh, NFC West and AFC West. Going to be exciting times. Oh my God. Okay, who do the Rams play? In uh, do the Rams go to Vegas? No, they host the Raiders in Week 14. Host the Raiders. Okay. Who comes here? Is Mahomes coming here? Is is uh is nope. is Herbert oh. coming here? Second to last game, week seventeen, is the Chargers. At Chargers. At, oh, they both. I mean, yeah, they both. You guys are at both at SoFi. Yeah. Okay, all right. And then 49ers. Are the Niners going to Vegas? Niners. Niners at the Raiders, December. Oh, January first. Oh my God, that's new. I'm in the building. I'm going. That's New Year's. That's New Year's Day. I'm going to Vegas for New Year's Eve. My wife's coming with me, so yeah, yeah we go. We going to the game. We going to the game, dog. Oh, my gosh. There are going to be some good matchups. Looking forward to it. Yes. This is about to be amazing. Chiefs, do the Chiefs, do the Chiefs come to Levi's or do we go there? Chiefs come to Levi. Ah, you get them home. So we got them away. Oh, man. Chargers come to Levi. Oh, dude, this is about to be ridiculous. Uh, oh, sounds yeah. like a lot of road trips for... Uh, Reggie this season. Yes, for Reggie and, and Reggie Sr. Me and my pops, we're going to take some trips and go see some games. But again, I'm Reggie Watkins. I'm probably right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Kevin Cleveland runs the boards. Engineers, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you. Talk to y'all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.